0: And welcome, one and all, to our officially numbered episode 150. We made it, guys. We absolutely made it to 150. Unbelievable. And tonight, I'm joined by the nameless driver from Gran Turismo, Chazzy. Hello. And Unhammer Hammy.
1: Um, um, Unhammer
0: Lammy. Unhammer Lammy. (laughs) Unhammer. Oh, Sorry. Sorry, once again, hammer. It's not, M's, not the hammer, is it? No, only one no. M. One M. Yeah. And unfortunately, Nick and Adam um, couldn't join us. Um, Nick busy playing parappa rapper and Adam <laughs> um, investigating the wilds on where the bears are just waking up for their <laughs> um, spring solstice.
2: Um.
0: As this is a celebration, we thought we would celebrate Sony's PlayStation, who recently marked their 25th anniversary since the launch of the PS1 back in December. Well, are three months out. It's their 25th year. Um, we will focus on the positives in the show, and we will kick ourselves if we didn't mention some of the mishaps over the 25 years. Now, looking at this, um, some facts coming through, doing some research on it it's clear over the last 25 years has been just one dominant force in the video game industry um, Sony and the con- home console market have sold um, in total including handheld sorry 534 million consoles they've dominated the home console market selling four hundred and forty-four point eight nine million home consoles the nearest rival um, Nintendo have sold about three seventeen, um, whilst Microsoft have sold about one hundred and forty nine million. Let's put these figures in some sort of comparison. PS One one hundred and two million, PS Two one hundred and fifty five million, PS Three only a paltry eighty seven point four, and the PS Four at this moment in time one hundred and eight point nine. Providing some context, the only other console to break um, 100 million is the Wii, which sold 101 while the next closest would have been the Xbox 360 at 84 with the SNES at 49, just over 49 million the Mega Drive at 31, close to the original Xbox at 24 the Xbox One's probably at 49 million as well. Mm. The GameCube at 21, another 22
1: million, and the Dreamcast just under 10. That's nuts that the PS3 sold as many as it did because you know it's widely percepted that the Xbox 360 won that generation and that one yeah. sold the most. But the PS3 it had a massively
3: long tail. Um, the mm. PS3 and actually a lot more exclusives came out at the end of its end of its life. But it also had it a
1: it had one year less on the market as well because that one came yeah. up, didn't come out until 2006. Yeah. I
0: mean, it, if you're looking at it, well, we probably dominated that generation, didn't it? I mean, it broke up 100 million. But when you look at those figures, I mean, you're looking... They basically have sold more than almost the two competitors put together in terms of home, home consoles. You no, know, the PlayStation was the first one to break 100 million. The mm. PS2 is the biggest seller ever, Um the PS3 did well to turn it around. I mean, it pushed 316 to third place if we're looking at console sales, and the PS4s dominated this generation. It's just fascinating looking at the past 25 years and how much of a force Sony have been. You forget it. You forget about it we you know it's always on oh, it's a big three the big three when i was just looking at this thing i was just thinking essentially it's just the big one
3: yeah i mean i remember like sort of from a historical point of view um coming out of the kind of mega drive snes era and then this sort of rumor that playstation were going to be making a home console and how derided that was and how people said oh sony make hi fi's. what do they know about you know home computing Mm. what do they know about um the the console market and um it was only when the rumblings came out of sort of magazines and stuff that this new machine might actually be a bit of a bit of a force that then ears started to prick up and even even when the thing was released no one really believed that it was gonna do anything you know people thought this was just gonna come out be a bit of a you know Philips cdi and just disappear into the Mm. into the ether and become a bit of vaporware or whatever but um yes it's it's amazing that how that turned around so quickly yeah yeah it's bonkers absolutely bonkers and and to such an extent as well i mean like a hundred like like the first console out of the gate is 102 million Mm. and that's insane uh it's that is nuts yeah i
0: mean it Blasted, what the at the time, would have been the Nintendo 64 and...
3: What was it the say, Saturn? It was the Dreamcast, it? I believe, as well, and a Saturn. It was Saturn, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were around at similar times.
0: Yeah, I mean, right, I meant to go on better with the PlayStation 2. And then 155 million.
3: Yeah, I mean, the thing is with the... Uh, again, going back to the PlayStation 1, it was such a... Um, cultural phenomenon is basically the only way i can be really describe it um it's always held up as one of the greatest sort of um, marketing campaigns um in like sort of overall in marketing circles um just because of the way it completely changed the perception of what a gamer could be like the the modern gamers you think of now um that that whole image is based around this early playstation one marketing campaigns that were basically Mm. trying to say it's not just for like kids in bedrooms you know it's for the cool trendy 90s 90s ravers and Mm. they were putting units literally in clubs for people to play and um tying down music licenses for stuff and um yeah, literally trying to get it into every kind of cool, like <laughs> cool, trendy night spot, and you know uh, shop and and all that kind of stuff. And it was just the the thing to have, the thing to be seen playing. And um, yeah, it was it was insane, absolutely insane, how it just sort of gripped everyone's imagination like that.
1: Yeah, I was chatting to a friend of the show, Connor, uh, on a recent LGR play, um, talking about Wipeout. Um, yeah, the, the Wipeout Mega Collection because Wipeout was one of like the definitive games on the PS1. <clears throat> and he said the first time he ever played that was uh, Gatecrasher in Leeds.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's it was just insane. It was it, games were always, um, you know, in in toy stores for kids. Yeah, yeah, and you know well, that kind of well. thing.
1: PC games, I guess, it's had some like slightly more mature titles, but console gaming definitely console gaming. was for kids. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it was for kids, and
3: and they just completely broke, tried to break out that stereotype and tried to appeal to a much older, more um, sort, of, uh, sort of sort of more swimming in cash um, demographic, and um, and it, it paid absolutely massive dividends for them. Mm. You well, know, I I like I said, I remember. Um, at the launch of the PlayStation 1 I was working in in an advertising agency as a junior and I'd only been Mm. there like six months and the creative director basically just gave me a load of money out of the petty cash and went PlayStation's being launched today get yourself down to HMV and buy me one and that was my (laughs) that was my job for the day was to go down there and buy him a PlayStation and I stood there at HMV in Oxford Circus and I bought him dutifully bought him a PlayStation I brought it back I went right, so what I want you to do now is set that up. Uh, I want to, and um, we'll have a few games of Wipeout, yeah. And that was it, that was me for the day. That was my first experience of the PlayStation. Wow, was to sit in this amazing kind of office with my creative director just handing the pad backwards and forwards playing Wipeout and that amazing soundtrack. Because obviously, like, the, all, all the music was all being streamed off a of CD. And so the music was incredible and just pumping through the TV. And it was just, you'd never seen anything like it. The speed the thing was moving at, the soundtrack. And we were just like, we were calling in different people because you had the Designers Republic, you know, they'd actually employed a design company to design the whole look and feel of the game. So for an advertising agency, like, you were just pulling in designers going, look at this amazing set of, you know, this amazing ui they've designed look at these like amazing graphics they've created look at these amazing ships they've designed and it was just like this like i say it wasn't just it wasn't just about playing the games it was about this whole it was look, a culture that like you say right cultural shift and and yeah a, a, the culture around it as well and it was yeah it was it was a magical thing just to hit at, at totally the right time
0: yeah, I mean, when you think about it, when I was thinking about it more, it was like I was about 17 when it, no, but nearly 20 when it hit. But <clears throat> it hit a point where I'd been through the Spectrum yeah. era, being think missed an Amiga, but went straight to the Mega Drive. And but people were coming up through that area, especially in the UK, because that's what we're mm. aware of. And it hit at such a point with those 3D graphics, it was just like, holy Yeah. Shit. This is unbelievable. This is like you were heading towards adulthood as such, and the console market with the PlayStation was heading towards adulthood as well. Because, all right, the Mega Drive was a great game, but the 60-bit sprites we could never really ca- capture that grittiness, the um, 3Dness. What was with the PlayStation?
3: I mean, basically, mm. what happened was is that that people were placing their bets. Uh, and you found that Sega, with the Saturn, had put all their money into developing an amazing 2D chipset, mm. whereas um, once PlayStation had sort of unhooked themselves from Super Nintendo uh, and then, like the you know and the Nintendo um, license, they'd just gone right. We're just ha- hooking ourselves totally up to the, this kind of 3D polygonal look and feel and chipsets and sound, and um, yeah, and and it was basically like. Everyone was just trying to do something different and see what would stick. It was literally like mm. seeing what would stick. People would like, even on the PC, like you had stuff like Unreal had just come out. And it, it was a really weird time where everyone was jostling for position and no one really knew what was going to take off. And mm. like you say, like the, the, the Saturn went away and the PlayStation did gangbusters. So it kind of, it's sort of shook itself out pretty quickly. Every sort of a, I, I would say over a sort of three-year period. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have to look at that, the Sony came out with such a precision marketing and such um, determination. When you look at the history of the PlayStation itself, and what we mentioned, it, made reference to it a few times, But the partnership with Nintendo from 1998, where the Sony were meant to design a CD-ROM add-on for the SNES. And basically, in 1991, Nintendo broke the partnership with Sony by announcing um, a partnership with Philips. Because of the contract, they were worried that Sony would have complete control over the new CD ROM discs. Um, Ken who uh, who's considered the father of the PlayStation, worked with Nintendo. He was almost fired by Sony. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine him being fired by Sony because he was doing it on the side at first, and it was only after this contract and I suppose the humiliation Sony might have felt um, with the contract breaking with Nintendo that they decided to go, out, let Ken design the PlayStation and go all in.
1: Um, and that little period of histories where we got the the fascinating artifact that is yeah. the Nintendo PlayStation. Mm. That so There's like one surviving version of
3: yeah, so it? It sort of survived, uh, dragged out of a you know skip almost yeah by by someone and just left in their loft forever. And it's just amazing, mm. but yeah, that, it's it's a it's an amazing artifact because it was always rumored and but no one had ever seen it or no one yeah. had ever kind of like it was all hushed whispers and and you know. It was the kind of stuff you hear. Oh, my dad, who you know, my dad's brother's sister, who works at Nintendo, says there was a Sony PlayStation at one point. It was all that kind of stuff, and then to actually physically see it, it was kind of like finding out that Nessie was real. (laughs) You know, it's incredible to see that piece of kit, and yeah, and it sort of it. From what I can understand, it's it plays Super NES cartridges, but it doesn't really run anything other than that. I, I haven't really looked into it too much.
0: I, I don't know whether it was meant to do... Probably need to do the... Probably going to run the CD-ROMs as well. Yeah. I'm certainly going to uh, invent as such with it.
3: It's an odd-looking thing. <clears throat>
0: it, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it I'm
1: is. looking at it right now. It's it's like a big square unit. <laughs> Bunch. Um, Sony, uh, Sony and PlayStation branding on the top. Um, and then... Uh, cd drive in the front and a cartridge slot at the top and then a couple of uh, ports for the um for nes controllers but they're like the branded sony playstation nes yeah. controllers uh, and it's currently being auctioned off through some company called heritage auctions and current the current bid is three hundred thousand dollars yeah
3: isn't that palmer Lucky?
1: Uh, who's what who's the top bidder at the moment yeah they, i know he's Wouldn't basically
3: dead set on um game preservation at the moment and basically he's just trying to ha- rehabilitate trying himself yeah that's <laughs> it so i think he's yeah he's just chucking all his money at it hmm. but yeah it's uh yeah so they they from what i can tell that apparently might go as one of the highest ever you know um consoles that's ever been sold well there's only one that's what I mean, it's yeah. it's a one off, so yeah, it could it could break all records. Mm. But at the time of recording it hasn't. Or or it's very close to. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, fascinating piece of kit.
1: Mm.
0: Um also do you remember the um demo one that um disc that came with every PlayStation? Yes. Oh, I played that, that was
1: so a, much.
0: That was an amazing piece of marketing as well mm. because I was previous, like, I I remember getting my Mega Drive, I got Sonic free with it. But this was just well. Uh, there's no
1: way of doing it before then because all the other consoles yeah. used cartridges, and you you can't like um, like you'd have to bundle it in and mm. do yeah it that way. Uh, right? But even like the the case of like that was the first console where they started giving away demo de- like demo discs mm. with magazines because CDs Death were it. so cheap to manufacture. Well, you can't you couldn't have given away like demo cartridges because cartridges are so much more expensive to make. So uh, that was it. Was just a it was just like a perfect storm of, of like the right marketing uh, and the right sort of games to target to an audience that yeah. were kind of Ooh. maybe felt they were too grown up for gaming. And then um, like being able to just stick demo discs on the front of official PlayStation magazine or whatever yeah. magazine it was, was just yeah. genius. It was. I mean, there was that, um, do you remember the T-Rex on the demo disc?
0: Vaguely. Yeah, but I mean... That was one of the things we showed off repeatedly. It was amazing at the time. You know, you look at it now, you're thinking, oh, but at the time, it would have been a few years after Jurassic Park. So you'd have been like, wow, I can actually play Jurassic Park like games mm-hmm. on the PlayStation. <laughs> so that would have been an- that was another amazing thing I just remember. I do remember, like you said, playing it over and over again. I mean, some of the launch games, if you think about it, it was Wipeout, like we've said, there was Battle Arena to Shinden. Destruction Derby, I loved. Yeah. That was one of my favourites. I can't remember what
3: else came with it, but there was, you know, a number of demos
0: that
2: that
3: was with it. Yeah. But I just, whenever I think of the PlayStation 1, I always think of coming back from some kind of rave or club (laughs) um, and it being two in the morning, three in the morning, four in the morning, whatever it was. And then sort of five of us all huddled around the TV playing Destruction Derby or Cooler World or, Mm. you know, or something like that, Gran Turismo or whatever, and just basically playing until the sun came up. And that for me is like my real kind of, I'd say one of my real kind of heydays of gaming where I just had the time and you know the the friends and you know and the games were cheap and you were picking like it was there was a real big pre owned market because it was electronics boutique at the time yeah so ooh. um you know you you would you would trade in four games and then get and' I'll, you know get the next big release or you know whatever I'd just go through trawling through bargain bins and all that kind of stuff and I used to play some absolute nonsense like army men and hogs of war and just anything i could pick my put my get get my hands on yeah yeah it was great
0: and uh, and then there was also that it was chippable as well to remember
3: yeah yeah that's it yeah yeah it was people worse. like turning them upside down yeah yeah um to get them to run all kinds of like weird and wacky you know ways ways of getting stuff to run but i just seem to i remember like um what was the other one as well uh like playing a lot of like Die Hard, tri- like the thing is with that era, I, I felt like I played a lot more genres or a lot more types of games. You know, mm. you know, you'd go from something like a Die Hard trilogy to um, Resident Evil One. Mm. You know, and then you'd go and then you play a bit of Driver and then Final Fantasy, and y- you know, you'd be all over the shop. Well, I think
1: it's because like the, the 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 proliferation of like 3D gaming opened up to more genres. Because like hmm. up until that point, the on the old 2D consoles, you were kind of limited to on the whole um, platformers, JRPGs, um, some fighting games, a few like 2D then, sports games, and, and then anything poly-
3: poly- polyg- polygonal polyg- was kind of like a forced 2D into a polygonal you know yeah, like yeah. Spri- but like then it's forced into a 3d sp- setting with like oh, the,
1: i mean like obviously the uh, the n64 come out before the ps1 i can't remember um, no i think it came slightly after right but again that was still kind of catering more to slightly more you know you know the nintendo friendly stuff <laughs> so obviously the thing that, is, is there was stuff had, like, like
3: super mario uh, uh, 64 coming out and that was that was just basically the game changer that Essentially, started setting the ground rules for what you could do in a th- in a three D space.
1: Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, like on the whole, most of that stuff was kind of like aimed at a younger audience. Yeah, um, and it was still like a platformer now, but three D or a Zelda game, but three D. Um, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about that. those games; are uh, works of art. But it was the PlayStation that started like branching out into into more um, diverse sort of. Um, of genres and also like slightly more serious, slightly more like adult-themed versions of it. So, like uh, one of my favorite, one of my all-time favorite PlayStation One games was Soul Reaver, and that is basically Zelda but grown up and gritty and dark. Yeah,
3: yeah. I've never, I've never played that. I've only just picked that up. Um, it's amazing. It's so one, one of those games that, like you say, we've we've made a list of uh, all the games that we can remember from the PlayStation one. And then there's, there's just so many games on there that I've not played, but are absolute classics at the same time. Yeah. You now, like, like your soul Reavers and your Dino crisis. And
1: you never played Dino way? crisis. No, I never played oh, it. I never played it. But the thing yeah. was, that, that pr- was the thing I'm is probably like, gonna get slated slated just, for this, were
3: so many games out that like, you just couldn't, you couldn't keep up.
1: I'm probably going to get slated for this. Um, so sorry, not sorry. Dino crisis is better than resident evil. <laughs> oh okay. yeah, I
3: agree. Nice. I'll have to play that then. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. It, 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 like, like I said, I just remember, like, there, it, it always felt to me that era that, that there was so much, like you say, jostling for position and people testing the boundaries of what they could do. And you had stuff like Bushido Blade where, it, you know, you could just do a instant one-hit kill, you know, in a fighting game and, mm. you know, stuff like that, like Driver, people, you know, that... the the precursor to sort of gta 3 you know where you were driving around an open world and doing these crazy stunts and it it just all felt so new and different and just so so far away from the console generation before it Mm -hmm. and it i think just this it was like you say it was that perfect storm of right place right time right ethos good mark like really good marketing you know, people having a lot, like a fair bit of disposable income, and you know, just it all, it all coming together to just launching this, you know, entire new way of playing games. Mm. It was an amazing time.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It was. um And I, yeah, like I, I think a lot of it was to do with the fact that because it was aimed at a, a slightly older mm. demographic, people in their like you know late teens 20s, late teens, early 20s up to basically. 30s really like yeah. some people um they did ha- they they like had disposable cash they didn't have to rely on like waiting for christmas or a birthday or the parents to buy a game for them or you yeah. know picking up the odd game with pocket money so they could go out and buy more games and just like yeah, the, the sheer variety of games that were available mm. for the PS One is just oh well, you know. Now looking back at it, if like like a, a younger person looking back at the sort of games that were available on the PS One, think might think it was quite quaint, but at the time it was just unprecedented.
3: Mm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, for God's sake, I I had a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and like the Sydney Olympics game, mm-hmm. but then I was like like I said, and the, but I also had like Die Hard and Doom and Resident Evil as well, and Metal Gear Solid, and like you just it. My my collection at that time just ran the gamut. It was it was crazy. It's crazy, but yeah, lovely. I just yeah, like I said, unfortunately I just get all sort of warm and fuzzy when I think of the PlayStation one. Yeah. Ooh. What was Ooh, your favourite PlayStation looking. game? Oh Metal Gear Solid. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's a good. one uh, That's a real.
3: Between, good one. It's between
1: that or um, is it Gran Turismo two. Oh, that's another good one as well. Andy? Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, man. You got yeah, one, I'm Andy? Not sure. Uh, like Dino
0: Crisis. I do mm-hmm. like what I, play, I used to play with my brother, like so stuff like V Rally, Porsche Challenge. Yeah, Porsche Challenge. Yeah, you know
3: was, oh. Porsche Challenge was like this weird phenomenon of like, it's just a really beige game. That seemed to just capture people's imagination, and I think it must have come out like really cheap or something, because mm. everyone yeah. had Porsche Challenge, and it wasn't yeah, really it much. Was... It was just basically drive the same three Porsche Boxsters mm. around different. It was an odd game, odd odd game. Yeah, yeah,
1: I remember that one. It was it was all right. Destruction Derby two. That and was a good second one. one. Yeah. That was
0: yeah. Medal of Honor as well.
1: Yeah, first one, the first ever one. Mm-hmm. From DreamWorks.
3: What about you, Marky?
1: Oh, I've got to, this. It's really difficult because of there's so many PS One games that I've got such nostalgia for. Um, I really loved uh, GTA Two. Um, I loved love yeah, the loved, top, down, yeah. The top down
3: GTA's yeah
1: yeah yeah. The, the second one I felt was uh, just had like that right level of like chaos and sense yeah. of humour. Um. The um. Oh yeah, Metal Gear Solid. The original Metal Gear Solid is yeah. just like utterly groundbreaking. Uh, yeah, I loved I, just, loved. I can't describe how Ooh.
3: like like no one had ever done that kind of cinematic style before, mm-hmm. or how it felt that way anyway. And it was just like I remember with Metal Gear Solid, reading literally at the tiniest corner of a magazine, <laughs> PlayStation magazine, saying there was a game based on Metal Gear, uh, like a. Uh, or whatever it was um, on the MS, is it the MSX? Basically, it was um, like yeah, 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 yeah. Based on this old, based on this old game, blah 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 blah. It's going to come out, and it's going to be stealth action. And there was a, like a little tiny screenshot, and I thought that looks amazing. And then I knew nothing about it until the day it came out, and then I took it home, played it, and then having that like amazing underwater sequence at the start—that's all very James Bondy—and you get the late title card as you go up in the lift, and Ooh. I was just like, I am so in for this. And it just built and built and that atmosphere, oh, just mm. with that atmosphere and the story it told, it was just, yeah. It, it's
1: yeah, and up. I still go back to it from time to time. I also had a massive soft spot for Gran Turismo and uh, toka Touring Cars. Still, and like, both Final of those Cris- still feel amazing now. Um, like, but I have to, oh, and Final Fantasy VII, which was the first oh, Final yeah, Fantasy yeah, game well, that I played and Final yeah, Fantasy eight. I VIII. think a lot of people in the UK would have been mm. that way. Yeah, uh, Final Fantasy 8, which is still my favorite Final Fantasy game. And Final Fantasy 9, which I got a massive soft spot for as well. Mm. But I've got to say, if the oh and Wipeout as well, I adore Wipeout and I've been playing it again recently on the Wipeout collection. But if I could only pick one PlayStation One game, to, like to save from a burning house, <laughs> uh, it would be Ridge Racer Type Four. Yeah, yeah, it's a great game. The game is incredible. Yeah, mm. and it still holds up. A really good. Yeah. Really
3: good era for driving games.
1: Yes. Uh, Ro- roll cage. Do you remember roll cage? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: That was a, that was a.
1: That That's a, kind of come back recently with that game mm, Grip. Uh, grip. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yes.
1: Colin. Beaters. Colin McRae. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Colin McRae Rally was groundbreaking because that was the first time that I played a a rallying game that wasn't like, you know, like well, oh, V Rally was was okay. Sega Rally was just like arcade nonsense, but like Conor McRae Rally felt like a real rally game. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, there was also the I loved like the FPS, you season, know, like Alien Trilogy. Mm-hmm. That okay. was a that was I enjoyed that you know playing through like nice. still Die Hard Trilogy. You know, you felt like you were getting three different games in one. Do you remember it was like um, yeah,
3: three 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 games of varying quality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's so. still, giant. But like that light gun game, was, that
3: light gun game was brilliant. I have mm. to say. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, there's was also like I don't know if you remember Pandemonium. No. Do you remember it was like you just you two characters, and it was sort of like a three D esque type of no an isometric thing. Yeah, but it was very colourful. But it was just like here, it was just like so much experimentation with mm. all the games. <clears> it was never one genre that was totally dominant it was just like throw out as many games as you can on the system and yeah.
1: take it away from there, like laundry. Right. I loved yeah. laundry. <clears throat> Before Top. we move on and start talking about the PS2 there is one particular genre I think the kind of really really took root in the uh, PS1 era and then kind of disappeared again for a while and then came back about I don't know 10 years ago or so in a big way and that's like the rhythm action game Right, because yeah, yeah. because the PS1 Whoa. could like stream audio straight from CDs, you had like uh, Parappa the Rapper, Um Jamalami, um, and games like that. Uh, <clears throat> that like because you couldn't do that before with with cartridges, uh, and there was one in particular which I thought was brilliant, which was Vib Ribbon. I I own that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could take the disc out and put in a CD of your choice, and then it would create the levels around the music you put in. And you could put in something nuts, like era-appropriate stuff. I was going to say, like, some some death metal, and just, or like like, some Aphex Twin or something like that, and just play an absolute nightmare level. That game was nuts.
2: Um, Another
3: little thing, another little odd quirk about the PlayStation One before we move on is that. Audio files go absolutely bonkers for the CD player part of this because mm-hmm. apparently it Ooh. is one of the most sophisticated like CD lasers systems or whatever. Like, and um, yeah, it gives a really clear signal, apparently. Mm. So, yeah, there's still sort of um, certain models are uh, quite in demand. Wow, Ooh. yeah, little little factoid for you there. Mm. I had no idea, yeah. But there you go, PlayStation One, amazing,
0: amazing, yeah. yeah. groundbreaking. Over three thousand games in that system alone. Yes,
3: yeah. Th- yeah. I owned about two thousand of those, I think, at, <laughs> <laughs> at some point. <laughs> nah. Yeah. So we
0: come to the big daddy of the whole PlayStation family, the PlayStation Two. Yeah. Hundred fifty-five million launched in two thousand. Came out after the Dreamcast but before the Xbox and GameCube was able to
3: get its install base. Yeah, um, I mean, basically the, the Dreamcast uh, turned up very quickly and died very quickly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Probably one bit of cleverness, so you could say what Sony did with this system was make
3: it a DVD player. Yeah, I mean, this was the thing is that at the time, everyone was desperate. DVD was coming through. Everyone wanted a DVD player. It was the next big thing. DVD players are incredibly expensive. About and, 500 quid, was it? Yeah, it's sort of around the four 500 quid. And then you could basically get a really good DVD player for like, I don't know, I don't know what they're... Basically, you could get a DVD player plus a console for the same money. So it was just, mm. it, it, it was like the no brain decision of just like, I will buy a PlayStation 2 just to watch films. Oh, and I can, you know, also play on my PlayStation 1 games on it as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, most... really good marketing decision. Mm-hmm. Well, whoever whoever made that decision, uh, Sony should have got a bonus that year, definitely.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, Sony were already like, and with with Sony, I know Philips were were key for the uh, part of the like CD development, but Sony were mm. quite instrumental in development of, of DVD, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, so it yeah. makes sense from. Um, it's like it a consortium, wasn't it? Like the DVD yeah. Yeah, consortium. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, when we look at it, I mean, some of the things we put on, it was a network, you could have put a hard drive into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it still came with memory cards. So there were little things that, even though I look back, I didn't make use of. But throughout this PlayStation 2 era, they started putting in. I mean, the Xbox came with um, was it a wireless internet adapter um, that forced Sony to do it as well. So we just, I mean, it's widely considered to be the least powerful of all the consoles of that generation.
1: Mm. With well, the PS2? Yeah. Yeah. But but the
0: market. The most po- popular by a long way. And, uh, and it was quite cheap when you look at it. And when we look at the amount of games, it goes up 4,490 games on this system.
3: Mm-hmm. That's I just nuts. Know. That's just nuts. I mean, basically, everyone jumped Like, as soon as it took off, everyone jumped on the bandwagon and it like there was just no stopping that that train once it was going. Mm. Uh mm. and and an incredibly long life for the for the PlayStation yeah. 2. I think sort of just stopped making about 2013 or something. Yeah, that's what I mean it's just absolutely bonkers how long that went on. And um yeah, and then just some of the most iconic games like were brought out in that era. Mm. You know, like you say stuck you got God of wars and you
1: know, GTA, yeah, 3D. GTA, three, yeah, Burnout, mm. um, yeah, the birth of the three D, um, Gran Turismo. Well, I was like, there was that console that had the most Gran Turismo games on as well, because since then yeah. they've managed like mm. one per generation. But you had like GTA three, GTA Vice City, and GTA San Soldiers. Andreas all yeah. on one on one platform, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. But then you also had
0: kids like Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter, yeah, those type of games, you know. And also, I think, at this point, Sony went quite big on family. So you had SingStar. How many? I mean, how many different versions of SingStar? Oh god, yeah, that that was massive. And Buzz they're still making definitely.
1: it, right? They're still making SingStar,
3: I think.
0: I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, I mean, kind of.
3: Yeah, I mean, they were in the PlayStation Three era. Yeah. They had that whole kind of live service, didn't they? Hmm. Uh, which I think's only just closed down, or it's scaled back, or something like that. But um, yeah, I mean, it, they, I don't think there's a house in the UK that doesn't have a set of SingStar mics in it somewhere, or <laughs> Buzz controllers. You know, I've
0: got Buzz controllers. That's a great game.
3: You know, it is still a fun game. the, 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 the Basically, SingStar is the kind of the game that's launched a thousand podcasts because hmm. everyone like in the early days of podcasting just took their SingStar mics, hooked them up through the USB, and kind of used those to yeah. to make their first ever podcast. So yeah, um, yeah. So little little side diversion dive there, but uh, <laughs> you know who who knew that would that would turn out of the result of that. Hmm. And do you yeah. remember the iToy as well? Oh, God, the iToy. Yeah, I've got one in that, loft. Yeah. the loft. That's appalling. I mean, you thought Kinect was bad. The, 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 do you remember Eye of Judgment? Yeah. It was a card game that you That was on the PS3, s- though. Oh, was yeah, it on the PS3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was through yeah. the through the camera, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was, there was stuff like that. There was, like, yeah, like you say, the iToy with, like. iToy Play, wasn't it? Yeah, iToy Play, yeah. Yeah, bonkers. Yeah, what a bonkers idea. And they're still going yeah. at it with their camera.
0: Are they? But I enjoyed it, I quite enjoyed it. I do remember it, You're like it was quite grabbed your uh, movements quite accurately, like you were bouncing these things off left, right and centre. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, I mean when you look at when I'm just looking at the list, game lists and stuff, suddenly so a franchise starts from a PS one and PS two. I'm just like looking at on in Musha here, PS two, Devil May Cry, Burnout started here. Mm-hmm. Yakuza, Killzone, Jack and Dexter, Ratchet and Clank, God of War. Holy, there's just so many of
3: that. Just yeah, I mean, this is the daddy the GTA, of all. GTA, yeah. The daddy of all sort of, you know, IPs really, isn't it? Where they kind of they, they all started here, or really started to come good in this era. Mm, yeah, yeah. It was um yeah it was a, it was a great time really really good time but um yeah the, the, it was weird though that like the ps2 had like it, it, it tried to it was always trying to keep itself relevant as well like adding like network adapters and mm. and that kind of like you saying you were saying about the hard drives and stuff and it was always yeah it was and even with the software it was always trying to one-up itself every year on year on year mm. as well
0: yeah i mean i was even reading um about five years into its life there was a massive shortage of PS2s of the UK. Um, they were running everywhere, even even in America. They were selling out. Because it was a new model that came out and they stopped production of the old model. But some shipment that got stopped. Um, but we were just running out everywhere. We were just selling out five years into it. And that's oh. just extraordinary in the terms of um, its, lifestyle, its lifespan. Hmm. I'm just looking at Ico. Do you remember Ico?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's Eco, but
0: yeah, okay, yeah, Eco, Eco, Eco
1: yeah, Eco, Shadow of the Colossus, yeah. <laughs> or did you see, uh, just as a side, the uh, Shadow of the Colossus remake is one of the PS Plus games for next oh, month? Yeah. Which is good, which is, I'm good, I'm happy with that, yeah. I that mean, it's it. the PS2 wasn't as groundbreaking as the, the PS1 was, but there was just no. like just the sheer number of games that were on it, um. No. And the thing was with it it's as just, well
3: as it was the it was underpowered compared to say the Xbox.
1: But everybody had it, That's so it. you know it all your friends all had it. It was all about
3: install base. Yeah, 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 and um, and and yeah, like you say, just being backed up with just phenomenal software. Yeah, and it goes to show like we're in this era where we're now looking at like sort of the the Series X mm-hmm. and whatever the PlayStation Five is, and everyone's talking about teraflops and. You know, having their best bit of you know hardware available, and it always comes back to software.
1: And it was backwards compatible as well. Right, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So it it always comes back to those things that if you can get that really good foothold with the developers mm-hmm. and people really support your platform, then being slightly underpowered really doesn't kind of doesn't make too much of a difference doesn't as long matter, as you're prepared yeah. to wait it out. Yeah. But I think yeah, the I mean, PlayStation two just hit it hit the ground running and never and never stopped, basically. Um, I remember this sign was exclusives, didn't
0: we? They sign Rockstar with GTA 2, it, it's exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um I think Tomb Raider was signed as an exclusive. It was just a number of things that was got right
3: at this time. Yeah, yeah. And like you say, like sort of that's something that's something we didn't mention on the PS one actually was the fact like Tomb Raider and that whole phenomenon, you know like the whole sort of female protagonist Ooh. and, you know, being on the cover of, like, lads mags and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it was kind of like the ultimate lads console. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and the PS2 kind of continued that a bit as well. Yeah. But it, it, was, that, it was that when it started to become... It really started to become, like mainstream i guess because like as popular as the ps1 was and as popular it was always as it for was nerds with, in bedrooms right but it, but but it, i mean even like like with the the club culture it was it was still kind of counterculture yeah mm. um whereas the ps2 was where it started to become like the gigantic cultural behemoth mm. that would eventually like uh overtake hollywood in terms of the amount of money it makes
3: yeah it's, it's strange to think now that like it's it's hard to explain to people how like that games now we've we've there was a, there was a period where you would talk <clears throat> about games and people would look at you like you were mad like like you'd just been you know chatting about porn for the last 20 minutes mm. you know and it was like a bit oh don't don't talk about that oh, that's a bit grubby and weird and then suddenly kind of in this like ps1 ps2 over these years like it was just acceptable yeah so sort of kind of just chat with your mates at work about oh have you played you know blah 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 or you know oh, are you getting this and what have you done in devil may cry and you'd have these like conversations that you would never ever have you know sort of with just like the random general public if if that makes sense yeah like you say it just it was mm. way more acceptable mm. to play games all of a sudden yeah, yeah it's bonkers bonkers yeah but yeah it, it,
0: I was convinced, Mum, wasn't Are you Yeah, that's it. Buy a good DVD. Are play. you up
3: there playing games? No, 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 Mum. I'm wanking. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that was far more acceptable. <clears>
0: yeah, and it came with a DVD controller as well.
1: Did it? Yeah, like uh, no, it was, it, was a, it didn't
3: yeah, come with it. It was well, it didn't come with it, but it was able. to. Yeah, you, you uh, yeah, could stuff. basically yeah use it as a as a remote and stuff. So you could use it just as a straight DVD player if you wanted. It was my
1: DVD player for a long time. Like Hmm. when I, um, like the PS, the the 360 and PS3 came out while I was at uni. Um, So I couldn't afford either of those. And I wasn't going to buy like a separate DVD player. So from when I got it through to when I finished uni and finally bought like a, you know, Blu-ray player, uh, that was my DVD player. (laughs) <laughs> first DVD oh I can't remember um,
0: no uh, Snatch and Gladiator
3: <laughs> I was going to say because it, oh, wow. it it was one of the one of the Trinity but uh, yeah it was either um, it's it's nearly always uh, like The Matrix Human Traffic or um, like you say Snatch yeah they're, they're the three that everyone kind of uh, that I know al- always had yeah as their first like DVDs mm. but Ooh. definitely The Matrix because that was just insane yeah, there was that Matrix game, was there? That was on the PS2.
0: Was that? Yeah, it was on Matrix
3: game.
1: What, which one? Was that Enter the Matrix? Might have been. God, I don't gosh. know. They were, all those Matrix games were pretty bad. I just remember that.
3: Uh, yeah. Like, from... What was it? So I remember being part of the... When they brought out a network, like, kind of adapter, I was part of the beta, like, testers oh. for games that dealt with network stuff so like i'd get like discs of like monster hunter and pro evo and mm. you know so you could play it online and stuff i remember doing that and that was like really good fun um, yeah, yeah, it was, was. yeah it was yeah into the matrix
0: oh was it <clears throat> yeah and there was a of Neo game as well
3: nice but yeah that was um yeah that was mad just like being able to hook up in, into a lobby like, let's like, say, Pro Evo, and actually play online with other people, mm. you know? Oh, like, the, like just... the Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, um, it was mad. Dreamcast. Yeah, it's weird. It was just a weird, yeah, weird time, man. Pro Evo. Oh, God. Out. What was that? No, oh, what was SOCOM. Oh, yeah. I remember getting SOCOM through that with, like, a headset, and I remember sitting there in this, like, flimsy little headset with a microphone and feeling like I was, like, the absolute man. Mm. <laughs> it's so sad. So favorite favorite PS2 games. What have we got? Um,
2: there's a lot to choose from. Yeah, so
3: I like. Was this
0: game called Dark Watch? Um, it was a FPS where set in like in the Wild West, but goth. You were fighting vampires. You're like a oh. vampire hunter. But Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, as well, and God of
3: War. God of War. Yeah. To my absolute shame, I didn't play God of War till way late in the kind of PS3 era. I bought like a um, I, I imported an American God of War collection that had like God of War, like one, two, and the PSP games as a collection. Hmm. But yeah. But once you start playing them, like, yeah, I really understood. And that was that kind of like um, late cycle as well, God of War? That was like sort of end of end of life cycle for the PS2. It was towards the end, but the second
0: one certainly came out when the PS3 was out.
3: Because I seem to remember a lot of talk at the time, like, that the games towards the end of the PS2 were really stretching the hardware and really kind of like, mm. they, you couldn't really get, they were ringing as much out of it as they could. Yeah.
0: I think the first one was relatively. I know, I definitely know that the um, second one was. When the PS. So, God of War 2, 2007, God of War 2005. Nice. Hmm. So, 2007 would have been when the PS3 would have been out. All right, close to it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so I think. For me, um, Burnout Three: Takedown is probably the game that I loved the most on the PlayStation Two because mm. mm. it was just, uh, just, just taking out cars in that game. The speed of it, the soundtrack, like it's as close to a perfect arcade racing game as I think you can get, short of Burnout Paradise, yeah. which then one upped it. But yeah, for that for that time. I, it was just oh, incredible. Just mm. it just made you feel amazing every time you played it.
1: Loved that game. Um, um my the... favourites uh I was a big fan of Bully. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. big fan of uh GTA Vice City, I loved the setting of that. Um okami uh, absolutely loved uh, Resident Evil 4, uh, Final Fantasy X, uh, but probably, if I only had to pick one, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, that's a great game. Yeah, it's, it's the it's probably still the best Metal Ooh. Gear Solid Ooh. game. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
3: Um, one thing I want to mention before we move on to the other consoles is... Um, 'cause we forgot about this in the PlayStation One. Um and we were talking about that. But do you remember the Net Rosie
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What? Um the the like the dev kit versions of the yeah. uh, and they put the games out on um the demo discs of so the unofficial PlayStation magazine like Net Erosy compilation of uh, compilations. Yeah. Yeah. I coveted one of those things
3: so much when I was when I was younger. just all I wanted to do was get one and make stuff on my Mac at work. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many people who you, you actually had those then went on to get into full-on development. I wonder probably. how much... Because that was the idea of it, was that, that yeah. it was kind of the... Uh, like, back in the Spectrum and Commodore days, you would, you know, have bedroom coders and stuff, and it was kind of like a way to bring that next generation to, through. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I wonder how many of those people who had those, like, became full-on developers and stuff be really interesting to find out but yeah it just thought it was a it was just a really interesting weird little kind looked. of side and um, tangent to yeah. the kind of you know I mean, the playstation story
0: they had the little pocket station as well for ps1 mm.
1: yes. yeah
0: yeah yeah so it was like oh jesus
1: things. what about that
3: yeah the kind of answer to the dreamcast vmu's mm-hmm. yeah yeah Wow, I totally forgot about those. Yeah, because this was all the kind of Tamagotchi era, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, man. Like, new, news readers on the TV getting caught with, you know, Tamagotchi's in their pocket on live TV and stuff. Brilliant.
1: <laughs> oh, man. There's a little piece of culture yeah. I forgot about, Tamagotchi. Yeah, there you go. Tamagotchi. And Digimon. That's it, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Shall we move on? Yeah, the... yeah, 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 yeah. So next one was which cut across the PS2 and the PS3 was their first handheld mm. one, which was the PlayStation Portable, which released in 2004 and came out in Japan and 2005 for the rest of the world. Sold 80 million, which is pretty damn good. Um. It was the only handheld to ever have an optical device in it with uh, UMDs. Yep. Essentially and repurposed
3: mini-discs.
0: Yeah. And I think um, from we had a remote player of the PS3 as well, and PS2, Yeah, it was meant to be. And came off first number of games, 1,300, Um I think this was the first point, though,
3: where Sony started... Making a few mistakes. They started over-promising. I mean, the thing was, this had like mm. some of the most hideously expensive storage of yeah. like, any console that's ever existed. Mm. Um, but also, said so there was a lot of stories going around when this was kind of being previewed that you know it was essentially having a PlayStation Two in your pocket. Yeah. And I think they over-promised on that and under-delivered. And then by the time people got these home and then started seeing them in their friends' hands, they were like, oh, is that it? And it kind of... It, it had a kind of like wet fart effect. I was mm. just kind of like, oh, is is that all it is? Is that all we can do? I thought I was just... Essentially, it was pitched as the switch is now, is like being able to take your home console and take it on the move with you. Mm. And it wasn't that. It was a far more downgraded experience than I think people had in envisaged in their head yeah, it could never live up to that and it was such I a know. shame because it, actually the PSP there was some great software on it but also like if you know it, it was rife with piracy hmm. which didn't help yeah. it well it did help it and didn't help it in, in equal measure
0: I mean some of the games I mean we did trip part like Gran Turismo to it you know, eventually that yeah, took a long local time local coming. Local. I know this is the thing that they released this great handheld It was a really good handheld. Like, you know, people loved it. I think it was massive in Japan. Was, mm. You know, I think was it Monster Hunter came out on this? It was a bit of a Yeah, that
1: was when it but like it, yeah, really so, broke out and became massive in Japan because yeah. people yeah. were playing people it, like, playing
3: on the trains and stuff yeah. and yeah. It became a massive phenomena yeah but then you had um, stuff like like kill zone was on the psp but well, it wasn't the first person shooter you had on the playstation 2. top down wasn't it yeah it was like an isometric like tactics game and you know you had metal gear on the psp but it wasn't actually a metal gear game where you you know controlled snake and you were doing stealth it was a card game with mm. you know an interesting card game but yeah it was just everything was a bit off yeah, you know, with with everything you played, and it was such a shame yeah. because it was such a great idea. If they could have backed up their claims, I uh, know
0: it was connected to the TV as well. You could connect it. I
3: seem to remember. Yeah, they, they were, I think the earlier models. I can't yeah. remember. I, I know there was like, but then the, you get into this whole thing of like splitting skews and stuff, and some could use the output cables, and uh, yeah, it was like all a bit murky and strange and well obviously it didn't release
0: a whole digital version that was a bit of a flop
3: uh the PSP go yeah yes yeah that was like kind of an all digital version but then you could trade in like there was this whole mix up with how do you trade in your umds to then get codes to put on your PSP mm. go and yeah yeah it was just it was they they were always fighting to try and keep their head above water and it never kind of never made it
0: well, no. This is like there was a. it seemed to be a lack of focus with it. Mm. What, what were we going for? Were we going for a powerful console that was you could take everywhere, or were they we fighting the Nintendo? But just and then, I think trying to, to fight try the
3: PS and, and the Game Boy and that kind of, yeah. you know, that legacy.
0: And then when you look at it, I mean, I mean we're going to talk about the Vita as well, but when they're trying to make you buy storage, which is blooming really expensive. Yeah, And whereas Nintendo were making both stars which was pretty cheap, Euro was going to uh towards that way. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's some great, like, the first party, like, interesting titles, like you say, you've got here on the list, like Patapon and LocoRoco. Mm. Like, they are games that you <laughs> probably wouldn't have seen the light of day anywhere else at the time. Mm. But there were lots of these kind of, um, again, like the whole PlayStation every era is... You always seem to come up with, oh, they always experimented and they always found these kind of crazy, wacky games that came out of left field, you know, like Katamari Damacy, you know, on the PlayStation 1 or whatever. Mm. And then you've got like Patapon where you're literally controlling like platform, it's like a sort of 2D game controlled by rhythm, you know, attacking by putting in drum beats and you know yeah like moving left and right not on yeah. the, not with a stick yeah it's a mad mad idea for a game but like really compelling and like Loco yeah, Roco think... where you t- tilt the world yeah yeah bunkers. I think the
0: big problem was when I was looking at the games there was too much of a crossover with the PS2 so what you could buy on the PS2 you could buy on the PSP mm. you know so it was either whatever came out with the PSP eventually came to the PS2 so yeah. people were thinking why buy it on the PSP it just seemed to be lack of exclusives, and to get the best out of the handheld. Yeah. For me, I mean, they did they had some really great tactics games, a lot of ring tactics, D and D tactics, Warhammer Squad Command, Final Lux, Fantasy Tactics Force. was a really good. Yeah. One. John some Dark. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, I've got a copy of that. Um, and Pursuit Force, which was like a Chase HQ type of thing, just some really good games, but it just seemed hampered by certain decisions mm. to it. And eventually it got superseded
3: in it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it just got cut adrift quite early. Which is uh, yeah, which is a shame because, like I say, like as 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 a piece of kit, it was a lovely piece of kit. It was quite quite chunky. Like when you actually get them out now and have a look at them, they're quite a chunky, like thick bit of kit. But you know, it's like when you see like an Atari Lynx, and I remember that being tiny, and then you actually see it now, and it's like the size of a house
1: brick. Yeah, or the Game Gear. Mm,
3: yeah, like yeah, it's just bonkers. But um, yeah, that that it always shocks me how sort of. Because obviously, it's got that optical drive in it. So it just like, it, it does feel really, really thick and chunky. Like you mm-hmm. could, you know, use it to step up and <clears throat> get something off a high shelf.
1: Did you ever get any uh, films on UMD? Oh, God, yes. What did I get on UMD? I,
3: I, um, I would have got them like for free given to me like as part of a pack or something. I can't remember. Mm. I, I, I do know I have a couple upstairs, but I couldn't tell you what they were. I'd have to literally go and search through the. Search through the crates. I know I have a couple. Yeah, but yeah, that was the other push, wasn't it? They were they were trying to push their own film stuff, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. But yeah, that's that was the one thing I remember is always seeing like PSPs on like the the train and the tube into work and stuff, and people Ooh. like sideloading their own like sort of uh, video files onto it and putting like a whole series of you know TV shows on it the kind of netflix on the train yeah, you before could do that netflix yeah. on a train you know mm. yeah like, it was hacked, hacked streaming death, before it? streaming yeah yeah i remember all that yeah, getting putting it all putting all your video files through something like a handbrake and crushing them down to psp size and then loading them all on yeah all that all that kind of weird weird and wonderful stuff that you used to do with a psp yeah it's great I used to, I used to love it. I still, I still got a soft spot that and the that the Vita. I've got a very soft spot for those. I still play my Vita. Yeah, man. Still love the Vita. Yeah. (laughs) So PSP. Next
1: one. Did we all own one? Yeah. I didn't. No. Um, I've been looking for a while to get a uh, PSP Go on the cheap like from ebay or cx or something like that because they're really easy to crack and then you can just put loads of old like emulators and stuff yeah and full cool. of emulators and it's just like it's just a nice form factor i quite like mm. the 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 PSP go i've held one a few times a very not like very sort of a like you know when did the PSP come out it was 2000 like 2004 5 2004,
3: 2004. yeah so it's got that kind of motorola uh flip phone kind of aesthetic you know just yeah. slide the body in half that yeah, PSP yeah, go yeah. love that, you know, you'd never see anything like that nowadays. No, you know, it, that that would be a, that that would be a folding screen now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they also, with pops it was only come with what I would call it analog stick. One, one analog stick, yeah. isn't it?
3: Yeah. Yeah, which, it, which again, like if you were trying to port stuff from the Ooh. PS2, didn't really kind of.
0: And remote player onto the PS3 as well didn't lend itself. Yeah,
3: Yeah, it made it a bit difficult. Mm. Yeah, so uh, PlayStation 3. Yeah,
0: the big one that um, 2006 (laughs) in Japan, March 2007 here, Mm. two released with two models the 20 gig one and the 60
1: gig. Yeah, I remember when 20
0: gigs was like,
1: oh, that's quite a lot of space. Yeah. I remember that.
0: Put loads of games on that
1: because this was like a really weird
3: because they they essentially put a PlayStation Two in a PlayStation Three. Like the early models were like amazing Mm. because their backwards compatibility was like second to none Mm -hmm. because it was essentially two
0: and one,
3: yeah, and it but it was literally like the chip like it was the chipsets from a from a two Mm. were put into the three. So it was literally just running it through hardware. Mm-hmm. And then at some point they just went like this is costing way too much. And then they brought out a second revision where they stripped all that out and did it through software. Yeah. So mm. yeah, that was uh yeah. And and then they got rid of that.
1: Yeah.
0: But so the yeah. new model. Go for it. The software was ripped out as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was um yeah, it was bunkers and like the whole thing, like the first run ran on Linux and like ran on ran yeah, linux yeah. like you could literally hack into it and and run it as a pucker computer and like mm. um i know like the us military bought a load and put them in racks and turned it into a mm. supercomputer for like kind of missile something or others you know like radar systems or something it was yeah it was just a bonkers weird machine mm. that, was, like that first was
0: that run, weird, what about weird thing where you could put your playstation into this research
3: Yes, Folding Where? at Home was that it, it? like your yeah, cancer research, Folding at Home, yeah, yeah. Because there was this. Oh, I remember this. So, do you remember? I mean, yes, that was the Folding at Home thing, and it was all about cancer research. And it was using the computing power of like everyone's computers over the net to basically dec- decode strands of DNA or gene sequencing yeah. or something like that, like cancer or something. Yeah, like yeah I, 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 you know, over my head. But um, I also remember someone trying to sell me on the idea of home do you remember home Their kind of always on second life thing and like basically you it like you basically it was a virtual world where you had to queue for stuff and like you had your own little apartment and you could buy stuff Mm. for it and someone was really selling me in this idea that it was going to be the like the future of um, the way people communicate and, and get into chat rooms and stuff yeah, like everyone was going to go into home and you know that was it they were never going to come back out again mm. and you know you were cool. going to be able to you could have like um everyone was trying to sell you on the idea that right what we need to do is like with our brand is like get it into home and we'll create a whole area for like i don't know capri's boost bars <laughs> yeah. and Like, and and they're going to do this and they're going to play the Cadbury Boost game in there and they're going to sit on Cadbury Boost chairs and they're all going to talk about Cadbury's Boost and it's going to be the most amazing thing and everyone's going to flock to it and then we're going to sell way more chocolate. Mm. And it was just like, no, that's not going to happen at all. What people are going to do is log on, try and go bowling, realise they've got a 40-minute wait while someone else is bowling and then go, this is boring, turn it off and never go back to it. Yeah,
0: that was a problem. Yeah,
3: and um, yeah, I just remember someone selling me on that and just basically telling me it was like the future.
0: PS3 out of the gate was hampered, wasn't it? Straight mm. away with the price, you know, it came
3: with was it about
0: five hundred? Really? Yeah, two was this the, the, the you've got yeah, to yeah. Work,
3: you, you should work two so jobs, two to pay jobs? For this. Yeah, right. yeah, God, yeah. One of the biggest PR disasters yeah. of any like sort of CEO. And
0: uh, and I mean the 60 gear model was.
3: 500,
0: 600 quid. Mm. I think it was around the 500 mark, yeah. Yeah, and they tried to do the same with what we did for PS2. They put a Blu-ray player in it, which ramped up the cost, wasn't it? Yeah. And they weren't willing to eat the cost as such. You know, like some people, uh, some companies, when you release consoles, you you eat the cost of it because you sell more games, you get more profit that way. Yeah. They just weren't willing to... I don't think financially,
3: I don't think they're tv business their tv yeah. business was starting to wane a little bit mm. their hi-fi business was starting to wane so they kind of couldn't they weren't making the money to subsidize it essentially mm. whereas microsoft even now like even with the series x coming up like there's talk of them having you know the, enough reserves that they can sort of cover it and not really worry too much mm. like you know but um yeah like you say it's it wasn't a loss later. No. Yeah. I mean, repair was very nice. I mean, I was reading
0: something about the, um, the, cell, the Cell, extremely powerful deck. I was reading something recently where they were saying that the Cell is still more powerful than chi- Intel chipsets today. Really? Yeah, they were saying it's just the fact that you just couldn't use it. Yeah. So it was overpowered, but the, you... But the usability was poor yeah that was the thing so.
3: is apparently like the PlayStation 3 was an absolute pig to develop for because of the way that it was the chipsets and stuff was set up mm. and that was always the kind of excuse for why the PlayStation version was always late. Ports. yeah so, or yeah. yeah or terrible ports or whatever is that basically everyone developed everything for the 360 first and then ported it to the PlayStation afterwards if that was their pipeline you know And um, Mm. yeah, like there was lots of stories of people saying like, oh yeah, we had to, there was like a crack team of, you know, coders and engineers that were always on standby that like people would go, I I don't know how to make this work on a PlayStation and they would get drafted in to kind of firefight Mm. certain issues on certain games and stuff. Yeah, it was apparently it was a real pig to work with. I mean stuff like Skyrim was poor,
0: bayonetta, and that was because of the poor mm. poor um Oblivion wasn't too bad. But it, once you start getting further and further into the game, it the started suffering. So certain things like that, it was just not great.
1: But Yeah. but again, I mean, it was one
3: of one of these things where it just it suffered from um, you know, the, the three sixty just got in there early. And captured the market, yeah really, and, captured, it? Yeah, and yeah. captured the market and kind of they were always running to catch up and um, like i say actually eventually like because it had such a long tail again it, it kind of ended up sort of as the 360 was coming more to its the end of its life um the playstation was at three was actually able to kind of creep up on sales and stuff and kind Ooh. of you know like you say when we were talking about Console sales and stuff. That's when it kind of it really accelerated. Yeah. So yeah, it sort of it was a it was a slow burn. But yeah, it, but a lot of that was due to really good hardware revisions and cheap hardware revisions. You yeah. The, uh, the
1: slight the weird slidey top, like the one
3: of the last. That was the one I got. Like, oh, yeah. So I
1: didn't get into the, um, the the PS3 until quite late in the generation. Because um, so when I came out of uh, uni, I uh, ended up getting a uh, 360 because that's what my, what my friends were playing. So I didn't get yeah. a PS3 until like I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half before the uh, PS4 came out. Because I finally cracked and was like, it was like it was the year that like Nino Cooney and The Last yeah. of Us and games like that came out, and I finally caved and, and and picked it up. So unfortunately, at that point, the version that they were selling was that crappy slide hop one. <laughs> it's just yeah. nasty cheap plastic feeling yeah. nonsense. Like the second version is the one that I would like. Yeah, I got the second version. Yeah. But
3: I apparently the, the 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 original versions are very sought after. But um used to part like used to die quite quickly, so the fat boys what or whatever they call yeah, the them. The fat boy, yeah, 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 they're they're quite because of that whole Backwards compatibility chipset. Yeah, I've got, I've got
0: one of those as well. Yeah, they're then, quite
1: unreliable, though, right?
3: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, they're quite unreliable. And then like the, the middle one is the one you want. And then like you say, the the plastic tacky one is slide top is just mm. just a hideous piece of kit. Absolutely hideous.
0: But I mean, still over two thousand games. Yeah, man. Uh, and some classics came out on this one, didn't they? What are your favourite games? What do you remember out of this one?
3: This is the thing: is I didn't play a lot of games on the PS3. It was really kind of, yeah. I think I I actually played Dark Souls on this. I think that was mm. one of the kind of first big games that I really got into. That and Bayonetta, even though it was a really poor pull, like it was stuff like that that the stuff you could only get on the PlayStation mm. is what oh. I played on the on the PlayStation Three. You know. Like all the all the put all the sort of big big stuff I always played on the 360. Because you had right. Xbox Live, right? Mm. So yeah, it was all the kind of weird niche stuff, but actually in kind of a funny way that I, I I love it for that.
0: Yeah, I mean what do we have on deals yeah, on the, deals and the PlayStation because it was really the first time PlayStation Star was mm. put in. You had Flower. Yeah. It was really nice. Flow yeah
3: another that game company game
0: uh journey
3: yeah i forgot that came God, Jesus, i forgot about that
0: um then uncharted came out on this
3: yes wow yeah that Very feels like that feels like it was so much like started so much later but obviously no obviously it wasn't uh, yeah last of us yeah it was demon kind of naughty, sto- naughty dog stuff mm.
0: demon souls yeah um, I enjoy the resistance games. I know the people that were wearing. Motorstorm, you know? Oh,
3: yeah. Actually very underrated games those Motorstorm games. Mm. Really underrated.
0: So it did come out with some classics and start off mm. with some and Playstation Plus. That was it the start of
3: Playstation Plus, was it? Plus was it
0: Playstation Plus came out of PlayStation. 3. This is when um, you know, like Microsoft's been doing this generation so they started backpedaling and turning. The whole PR machine out, so you know they came out with PlayStation Plus, you know, free games
3: as such for your subscription. Um, as it, I'm assuming, that was a reaction to Xbox Live and trying to give yeah more for your more for, uh, bang for your buck sort of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, but Xbox Live weren't it wasn't weren't giving away free anything
3: free, was it? it nice. No, exactly. Just like come, so, and then uh, oh, so this was the whole um, cross play era as well. I'm guessing. So it was. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have the like yeah. I know we're gonna talk about the Vita later on, but you know, you would you'd pick a game up on the on the, on the yeah. PlayStation three and then you'd have the Vita version you could sort of cross save and most of the time,
0: yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. But remote player was with the Vita as
3: well. Yeah, I remember like that Spelunky, was, um... I kind of vaguely remember doing that with mm. Yeah. Across the two I platforms. Mean, mm. I
0: mean, the innovations that came out with innovative eye-tie favor. What was it called? The, what the use for the VR now? Um,
3: no, just the PlayStation camera or whatever. It is. PlayStation Move. Yeah, Move camera. Is oh, it? yeah, Move camera. God. Move. Yeah, so let's talk about that, right? So PlayStation Move came out, and it was this thing where it it was tracking the light bulbs on the end of what essentially looked like two sex aids. Yeah. And um, and it was completely derided, and it was just seen as a really stu- like like a really silly thing, and really didn't kind of catch the imagination. And then, like, you could pick those things up for like two, three quid in CEX and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, like with the PlayStation Four era, the PlayStation Four started using those as like. For the PlayStation VR, mm-hmm. and suddenly the prices went through the roof. Oh, well, sixty quid for two. Or yeah, and small. it was just like, how the hell? There is someone who had like a warehouse full of those <laughs> who just went happy days. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, they someone made an awful lot of money out of buying se- those second hand and, and flogging them off mm. somewhere, and was just like unbelievably lucky because that, that's just in, like one of the biggest turnarounds in gaming. That's hmm. like if someone turned around and went, Oh, do you know what's gonna have a resurgence? You draw on the Wii. You know? I remember that. Really. <laughs> right. It would it, it, yeah, just insane. Like you would never have seen um, it coming in a million years.
0: But yeah. And the... Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. bonkers. Yeah. And then they had that Wonder Book I've still got.
3: <gasps> Wonder Book, the Book of Secrets.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah. Was there not like it was that Harry Potter based?
0: That was Harry Potter, the dinosaur base, the yeah. Sleuth one. Yeah. So every year every generation there's some of these innovations from Sony that sometimes some go somewhere, some don't.
3: Yeah. Big style. Mm. But yeah, again, innovation all the way through this is a is a you know, it's a bit of a backbone running through all of this, is that they're they're always trying new, interesting, weird stuff.
0: Hmm. Trying to appeal to everybody. Mm. You know, once again, sync style was big on this as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, download the songs. I think Buzz was out on this as well. That he yeah. came out in a few different versions. So they, certainly, were always trying to place themselves. You know, one for the gamers, but also for the family. Yeah,
3: but they also had a big. This is where they started turning to, like the the indie games, and starting mm. that that like, because I don't know Xbox was doing their Xbox Live arcade thing. And Sony kind of created a team that was just going out and trying to find like the the cool indie games. So, this mm. is where you got your journeys and, and stuff like that, and your spelunkies, and those kind of like odd little, you know, slightly cheaper but like amazingly well designed games from. And there was loads of stuff like that on, on the PlayStation 3. There and,
1: was, I mean, yeah. there was a lot that I, I unfortunately didn't really get to play because I joined the generation that were well, joined it, that too console late. too late. Ooh. But, I you know, think yeah, yeah I
3: think you'll find a lot of people there's a lot of people like that. Mm. Yeah know? there's a lot a lot of people like that. The, the the 360 just dominated that that generation. It really
1: did, yeah. 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 Or yeah so 20. we thought but apparently the yeah. PS3 sold more eventually in yeah. less time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah it was a lot of it was like picking up towards the end it's when like you say you've got the- like uh Uncharted 2 and Un- an Uncharted 3 and um the Last of Us and yeah. games like that, where it was just like suddenly became Game like the must-have console. Yeah. Like Sony yeah. really, s- s- like, like smashed out of the park in the last few years with like uh, first party or some third party, but mainly first party uh, exclusives.
2: Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, and, uh, and what, what you find is maybe it would have sold better, but most of these games came to VPS4. Should mm-hmm. talk about yes. this. Um. So. The next one, um, in terms of Sony consoles, was the PS Vita. Ah, the Vita. They sold about 15 to 17 million, so the lowest selling of all the consoles. Arguably one of
1: of their better consoles. One of
0: their
1: best. In terms of hardware, yes. Yeah, I think that hardware is absolutely In, in terms of hardware, and in terms of like, um, for a while it was like the indie um, consoles. Like, you wanted to play mm. indie games, mm. you wanted you want to, to play, play
3: indie games are RPGs. Like,
1: you want to play Oli Oli, you want to play Hotline Miami, you want to play games like that. Um, then get a Vita. But in terms of like actual games that Sony put out, like, yeah,
3: mm. not. But Those I mean, Battle
1: Royale is not gonna. I know Connor yeah. would argue because because he's got every single Vita game. Um, but um, yeah. I mean, like, I've got like a handful of um games for the Vita that I actually uh, that yeah. actually bought. Uh, Persona Four Golden, yeah. Um all that That is that is just
3: amazing on the Vita.
1: Yeah, and um, Tearaway. Yeah, uh, I think I don't think I even bought Uncharted Golden Abyss. I think that was a PS Plus game. Um, most of the games on that I played were like indie mm. games or PS Plus games Yeah, um, but it's worth owning that console if mm, only yeah. for uh, Persona 4 and, uh, but,
0: but I know but you need to get the first edition because that OLED screen is stunning yeah it's banging yeah. I've got I mean, one of those
1: the second gen's got much better battery life but I would rather have to plug it in more often to get that OLED mm. screen it's still mm. the nicest screen on any handheld console I've ever played yeah it's incredible mm. absolutely mm. incredible Uh, Also spawned uh,
3: a little side thing, which is the PSTV.
1: Yeah, eventually.
3: Yeah, so essentially Mm. it was a Vita in a little tiny set-top box, and you could take the Vita games and just plug them straight into that and run them on on your telly. Yeah. Like, you know, 720p or whatever, 1080p. I can't remember what it it did now, but you could also remote play across. Like, I used to use it a lot to remote play to the bedroom from like my console downstairs and stuff mm-hmm. and uh yeah that ended that. uh ironically now it's a really great way of streaming ps1 games yeah <laughs> it's, it really is you can just like download a ps1 game on your on your on your list of you know on your on your playstation store put it on your uh, ps tv and then hook that straight via hdmi straight into your yeah. uh and just catch kit and out to out to twitch mm-hmm. very very good the cockup were made wasn't it?
0: Was yeah. the Vita Star memory cards?
3: Yeah, again, paying far too much for like very cheap memory card. Like I memory, mean, it was about fifty quid for about twelve gigas. Maybe. Yeah, it was bonkers, yeah. absolutely bonkers. And you could
0: date an SD card for about sixty gig. It, it was just nuts.
3: Was just, just didn't learn somewhere. the lessons from the PSP no. at all. Um but yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those systems where it's, it's like you know when people look back at the Dreamcast, and go, "That should have done way, way better." Like for what it was, and the Vita mm-hmm. was the same thing. It was just, it, it kind of came out, fell over, you know, stumbled over its lines, and then got take taken round the back and shot pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was um, it was such a shame because like you say, that hardware deserved so much better. And
0: and all the innovations. But like you say I with mean,
3: the touch screen on the back, like with tearaway and like being able to poke, you know, fake poke your fingers through stuff, and you know a touch screen on the front, touch screen on the back, and like stuff that you could do with that. And oh yeah, it was just it was just an incredible big hit. And so twin, poorly supported. Such stick a shame.
0: as well, two jaw shot two analog sticks. Yeah, man. You know you could remote play from the
3: PS3. One of the funniest remote things I've ever done, though, like, with is with the. uh whatever the kill zone game was on the vita mm. uh, i realized that you basically don't have to shoot anyone because the melee in that is so like it locks on so i just ended up going through just stabbing my way through the whole of that game <laughs> without basically hardly firing a shot mm. it's yeah that's a good game though it's, yeah it's, it's quite quite graphically mercenary. impressive but it's yeah. it's not a great um no. <laughs> yeah it's it's not the, the most mechanically brilliant game you've ever played no yeah but uh, yeah. yeah love that Vita so, love the Vita still like, yeah
0: yeah And that just as soon as it failed to ignite in the first year or so 18 months so they just backed away they just killed it they just gave up on it and they they should have yeah.
1: supported it but mm. Sony have always been a bit of a uh, as a, like an actual hardware company at least mm. um, rather conservative
0: yeah still 1500 games on it unique yeah. Cause when you know, i was looking through we were all saying like, you can get your ps1 games you can get your psp games and ps2 whatever and vita mm. but 1500 unique games people so developers supported it like i said it was an indie darling you know, yeah people love people
3: loved the vita oh um, I'll tell you what was another good game talking of indie darlings it was the velocity games mm-hmm. they were great mm. as well yeah Uh, Yeah, yeah, sorry. Anyway, carry on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then we come to the current generation, the PS4, released in 2013 to 2014. Strangely enough, released first in America and Europe, then Japan. Um, This was developed by Mark Cerny. um, And after the backlash against the PS3, he, didn't he go around various developers and asked them what they wanted? They got basically... And what they
3: said the is verticals. they wanted Knack.
1: Yeah, they wanted... <laughs> <laughs> More memory and Knack, please. Well, the Knack was his baby, wasn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, But didn't
0: you like this game, Knack? I seem to remember listening to you no. in previous episodes say No, no.
1: <laughs> I think you're sorely mistaken. I never picked it up until it was on PS Plus. And yeah, I played it, it for a bit, and I was like, this is, like, the tech was kind of interesting, I guess, for 2013, 14, whenever the hell these consoles came out, um, but it's a really wholly unremarkable 3D action platformer. Mm. See, the, Ooh, the, uh, the PS4,
3: um, sort, of, sort of getting away from this, but I remember sort of Mark Cerny being in an E3 stage and sort of explaining his, like, this whole mm. thing about like going around all the, you know, wherever, and now all the, all the tech specs and stuff mm. but they this was they had a massive PR coup with that E3 where basically yeah. um, like X, Xbox had come out and basically said like come out with these mad like mm. ramblings about like how we're going to lock down games and you're not going to be able to sell games back and mm. it was yeah, it was just an absolute PR nightmare and all they had to do was just wheel out was it Jack, Jack Trenton yeah. And just get him to go, all our games will be free, all our games will be open. Like It's going to be business as usual. And, yeah. like, and at heart, do you remember that massive cheer?
1: And everyone's Wah! you know. And What it was, was the, the
0: thing with Adam Boys and Yoshida doing
3: this?
1: How to you know, um, trade, trade games with trade your friends, and, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And it was just such a PR win for him that mm. kind of, they just rode that wave all the way through the generation. You know, that was such a great start for them. Mm. You know, to have your competitor absolutely just eat the dirt, you know, straight away. S-
0: well, stab themselves. Yeah. Imagine even before the console came out. Because that was like, when it, yeah, it's it was the E3 before. E3 2013, it would have been E3 2013, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because it came, because I know it was first announced February 2013. So, it, you just couldn't believe Microsoft just, and then we announced the price, so they went, uh, we'll go $50 less.
2: Yeah. And
0: oh, it's
3: more powerful and it's cheaper. Like Yeah. No-brainer. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, and that was it, and that was, that was the, the generation sealed pretty much from
1: that point. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. it was a good thing they had those things to lean on because launch titles. Ugh. Woof, yeah. Yeah. Mind it's, you. That's kind
3: of regarded as one, <laughs> of, one <laughs> of the... Worst launch lineups,
1: yeah, for both consoles. The yeah, launch yeah. lineups were rough, yeah.
2: Well,
0: I played Killzone, I quite
1: it was a pretty game, but it was <laughs> that's <laughs> about all
0: you can say about yeah. it, uh, yeah, yeah. Like as much as you love Knack, I love,
1: I love Killzone, <laughs> <laughs> sure, okay,
3: yeah. So, let's talk about <laughs> some yeah. of the kind of um, uh, the, the games of the PS4 that, that you know do it for you what are the games
1: uh i mean destiny yeah
3: i was gonna say that i mean (laughs) essentially my ps4 might as well just be called the destiny box yeah but yeah um yeah like like, what an amazing series to debut on you know your your
1: console
3: Mm. i mean i know it's like obviously across both but i think ps is the ps4 the leading console for destiny
1: uh, yes, it was. Yeah. yeah, and they had like uh, for a while. It was like uh, the exclusive, exclusive stuff, stuff right? yeah, Ooh. exclusive strikes yeah. and weapons and stuff like that. Um, I mean, there's kind of been a lot. There's, there's been a there's been a, a lot. Um, if, if you look at like the because I've I, this is like one of the first ones where I tried to get on both platforms reasonably early on in the mm. in the generation um so i've had an xbox for a few years now as well uh and um in terms of just like exclusives there's been some real gems there's been some stinkers but there has been some Mm. real gems um specifically stuff like bloodborne um is still my favorite from soft game um god of war was incredible the, the god of war reboot uh Horizon Zero Dawn, I thought was was a, was a fantastic game. Um, God, there's too many to to mention. It's been a really say, solid like generation. Kind of final Final Uncharted and Ooh. that kind of oh yeah Uncharted Four, yeah powerhouse of that. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh yeah, there's... I mean, obviously it's, it's been the dominant. Origins. You know, it's been, it's been the dominant console of this generation. So anything that you can think of in this generation that has been. Oh. Decent, and they have like
1: they've wiped the floor with Microsoft when it comes to critically regarded exclusives. Like Microsoft have struggled to get any exclusives out the door, and then when they have, they've kind of been either solid but unremarkable or just kind of rough, not very good. You know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, they've had like like Mad, even like with their like PS Plus stuff and like kind of. Rocket League wouldn't be anywhere near as big if it wasn't for the fact that it was launched on PS Plus. PS Plus just got all those, all those um, people to try it because it was free, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, like you say, it's just anyone who's anyone was on the PlayStation Four. Yeah, which is which again, uh, ironically, like the way that you know the PlayStation, uh, the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, kind of um, dominated the market and. You know, PS3 kind of slowly caught up. You know, you kind of feel like in this gen, there could have been a situation like that for the Xbox, where like the uh, with the uh, the One X does feel Ooh. now it's the more powerful machine. Feels like you, you know, people are starting to move over to that a bit later now. You know, there's lots of like One Xs knocking around cheap and kind of. I think they sort of did it a couple of years, like maybe a year too late but um, they could have really caught up if this generation had gone on a bit longer, but I think, yeah. you know, well, yeah. managed to keep them, capable mm. at bay. Really. They
1: are, they are. And like, it's uh, to the point where they're, they're like, Sony don't even seem to be worrying that much about the next generation, even though no. Microsoft are like really, absolutely killing it when it comes to like the services yeah. side of yeah. it.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's mm. the thing is that, like it does feel as though like uh Sony have not rested on their laurels, but they've just sort of ridden this wave a bit and just sort of, Mm. just
1: like they did at the end of the PS2 uh, era. This is it, right?
3: I I I am wondering going into this next generation whether they're going to learn from those mistakes, like whether like because Xbox, you know, they've come out and they've now given it as of time of recording, they've given us sort of vague tech specs now. Uh, Like you say, they're setting up all this Game Pass stuff. They've come out and said that a lot of their stuff now is going to be cross-generational. So if you buy one on the, you know, like Cyberpunk, Mm. you buy Cyberpunk on the uh, Xbox One X and you'll get the Series X version for free. Mm, Yeah. Uh, And that's sort of optional at developers' discretion and stuff. And they're making all these really cool, like, user, you know, Mm. stuff that's for the user rather than for them making their money right and you've heard nothing from sony and it's that situation have they learned have they are they keeping their you know cards close to their chest so then come out again fifty dollars cheaper and you know with a whole load of services or are they are they right behind right, as we speak like behind closed doors scrabbling around trying to kind of get the messaging to, you know, I think they're complain. being
1: father, rather blase about the whole situation, but then you the Sony are in a bit of a weird situation with their, uh, corporate structure at the moment. There's been mm-hmm. a lot of people leaving and a bit yeah. of movement. Ooh. Um, I mean, that's the one
3: thing to say is like through this kind of Vita, PlayStation four Vita and like sort of PlayStation three era, like they haven't been the most like solvent company in the world. They have had a lot of problems in their other departments, and it's been the PlayStation mm. de- department that's actually been propping them up. Right, well, you think right? Their their computer yeah.
1: department is like, well, when was the last time you saw a Sony Vaio like right. laptop? Yeah, exactly. Their phones, mm. I mean, they're still making them, but they're a long way uh, down in the pecking order in the mm. Android market. Um, TVs are still good. Their TVs are still good, but there's a lot of competition in that. Yeah. That region, it's like. What else do they really make? Stereos, I guess. So, but who, who in buys insurance? stereos anymore? Exactly. Everyone just streams their music. Are so they big it's... in
0: insurance in Japan
1: though? Uh, I don't insurance? know. I mean, Sony Pictures is. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've got some oh, well. big franchises, uh, but they also make a lot of crap. Yeah. And they have a lot of. Uh, had a lot of flops. I mean they're
3: clinging onto that Spider Man for dear life, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they are, yeah. I mean I don't know. I mean when you look at it, there's a
0: lot of things going on in the world where we're expected to reveal now in February as time of recording. Um possibly we should have been, but at this time of recording we've cancelling PAX East. They've cancelled something else. Yeah, some yeah but they've cancelled three.
1: They've cancelled PAX East yeah. for you know, non-business reasons is more to do with like, uh, you know, like probably not mm, a good idea. We don't with need cor-
3: everyone in, out with coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Um, so they're not b- 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 like the E three thing. Um, I, again, they, like they've been playing a
3: different marketing game.
1: But also else, on, right? like when you look at it, I mean, who is going to be at E three this year? Not even Jeff Keighley wants to be at E three this year. No. Mm. Um, Microsoft are going to be there because they. Bought a theater <laughs> like but to next be, to it. But to be fair, <laughs> you know? they're,
3: they're just taking their cues from Nintendo. Nintendo pulled out of really big events. A, a and long it
1: hasn't time ago. hurt them. No, exactly. You know, right. it has so, not hurt them.
3: And they can control the message and blah, 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 right? And yeah. They can do it in their own time. And I think Sony has now sort of decided that they're going to, you know, uh, be masters of their own destiny in that respect. And Yeah. Yeah. I think that is the way that things will go nowadays. Why why do we need trade organizations? We can just go out Mm. to the internet and put our message out there Mm. in a very structured way that we know will garner X amount of views and X amount of engagement.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I do
0: think, looking at it, I think Sony will be fine. Oh, yeah, they'll be
1: fine. Like, it's, uh, uh, well, I don't know. The next generation's going to be like the whole generational thing's just gotten real weird. Mm. Like, with these sort of half steps, Microsoft coming mm. out and saying that, like, oh, our um, our competitors are going to be, you know, Google and, and Amazon, not Sony. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, get what phil spencer's saying the but, thing is I the, mean, these companies are looking at 10 years right yeah he, right, he's, he's at looking years? at a long time down the road that's not like that's not going to be a uh, it's still going to be them uh slugging it out with um with playstation for at least a good few years because mm. like yeah. streaming stuff's just not going to be there for the vast majority of people um and, like, there's going to be some serious healthy competition because, like, Microsoft are absolutely slaying it when it comes to services. Like, Game Pass is absolutely bonkers. They're coming out and saying, like... Um, or we start saying that lots of games that will be coming out on the current generation of Xboxes, like um, CD Projekt Red have confirmed that... Uh, uh, Cyberpunk will be, like... Free, you'll get free upgrade yeah. onto the new consoles yes. and whatnot instead of so like yeah. they're making all the right noises and they bought a lot of studios but we all re- we've already seen some of the stuff that, that Sony's got co- coming up like some of it in like this generation will probably cross over into next generation as well like The Last of Us Part 2 Ghost of Tsushima uh, and games like that but um I, yeah, I think the future's going to be fine for Sony um they may need to catch up a little bit with, yeah. with um, Microsoft That's in terms of like the services.
3: Ooh. That's the way it feels at the moment. Now, they could come out and have an absolutely stonking E3 and, d- d- you know, like, say, we've got the most powerful machine and, you know, we've got all these amazing services and we're going to do this, that and the other and, we're, you know, we're going to make this so much easier for you and blah, 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 right? Or, mm. you know, cross-play. We're going to have cross-play with everything and blah, blah, blah. Right, there could be a myriad of different things they could come out with and suddenly mm. steal the show. But um, at the moment, it does feel like they're they're playing second fiddle a bit and trying to kind of
1: like you say catch know. up.
3: I don't know if they are catching up. I just when
0: I looked at when I started looking and investigating for the show and researching and stuff, now I'm just shocked by the figures. The install base, mm. you know, when you look at it,
3: Europe, is a massive. Sony base. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, God, yeah. Mainland Europe has always been... Europe and Japan, I think, for sure. Uh, I looked yeah, into the yeah. metrics of it, and it looks like um, like France is just PlayStation. That's it. There is nothing else.
1: Mm. Oh, no, they're, they're, um, there's a lot of Switch players out there as well. Yeah, like, but One I mean, of the biggest but their main, uh, like clans mm. of, like, if you can use that word with Splatoon, is yeah. uh, a French one.
3: Yeah, but what I mean is,
1: like, of the main...
3: Like, the, the, they are oh, PlayStation yeah, yeah. first. And Nobody's got an excited. Xbox
1: in France. <laughs> no.
3: And it's, yeah, it, it's insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. But that's just, like you say, just brand loyalty. Mm. I point. think
0: there's a lot of brand loyalty. When you look at, I've got three consoles, went over 100 million. Mm. Yeah. The
3: only other console to go over is a week. See so the other thing as well, right, is um, like Xbox has never sold. I mean, Japan's not a massive market like, numbers-wise, hmm. but um, that's the, the one prestige market. Yeah, but the, that's the, the market that... that could, could, can Xbox crack that market in Japan? No. And, Paul, you don't think even with the Series X, if they got no. the right numbers and stuff, they don't think they could break Sony no. Stronghold no. it? No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, they didn't with the... Is that a cultural thing? They didn't with the 360. Um, yeah. They didn't with the Xbox One, like... I think the, like the, the the number of Xbox ones that've been sold in Japan is like well it's a laughable number because like I say Japan has always just been a
3: massive like Nintendo and Sony stronghold because Yeah
1: yeah I mean even like home consoles don't do that well in Japan compared to handheld no. consoles Ooh. because uh, like a lot of people have got tiny little apartments and they spend quite a mm. lot of time you know on uh, public transport so handheld consoles do and mobile games are absolute yeah. gangbusters out there. And home, home consoles don't do quite as well. But um, it's, it's all like... It dep- you know, it, it's going to be like... You just have to look at um the number of... Oh, this is a really dumb metric. But the number of Japanese players you will get if you call in an SOS flare on Monster Hunter World on Xbox <laughs> compared to Ooh. PS4. Yeah. On PS4, it's like you'll get a Japanese player every time. Doesn't matter what time of day or night it is. You guarantee you'll get a Japanese player jumps in. Never seen one on Xbox. Never, right? Yeah,
3: no, just just be interesting to, uh, like you say, like it, just looking at it globally, like where the you know yeah. think where they'll know. win or lose. If
1: well, like Xbox it. does very well in America. Yeah, um, mm. they've always done the very well is, in America.
3: It's weird because the UK is very fifty-fifty.
1: Yeah. But um, from, you know, you know, Europe as a whole is very, very pro PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, that's mm.
3: interesting, man. Mm.
0: Interesting. That brand loyalty. It was interesting because we're looking at when we initially did the PS One, Sony backed off from it because for they wouldn't be they thought to be tarnished with um, with a toy. You know, certainly the corporation <laughs> building but, a toy. Yeah, but it's actually worked out for them because everyone knows PlayStation
3: well yeah and it they're not being funny if they didn't have that if they hadn't have taken that leap in the early days like mm, if you think that like their tv and hi-fi and computers like stuff has gone away mm, you know where would Sony be without you know would Sony pictures be propping them up
1: no no to way you know what i mean so no way yeah it
3: could have been a very different story yeah you know so yeah it's uh yeah interesting it's been it's been a great 25 years yeah perhaps, man sure. It has. yeah i mean yeah a lot of fun and uh, a lot of really cool interesting time that i've spent with stuff that they've uh produced mm-hmm. and had go through their doors it's yeah it's been incredible yeah absolutely this yeah.
1: to the next 25 years eh yeah man definitely yeah definitely can't wait to see what they have next. Hmm. What's that? What, what were our Show f-
0: Show 300 or
1: something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we had some um some feedback on uh, on the old Twitter. Uh just asking people what their um favourite PlayStation games or PlayStation memories were. Uh Beardy Gamer at Curses said Final Fantasy seven and Metal Gear Solid, like both absolutely <laughs> cracking games. Yeah. Uh I'm i st- I'm still like uh, not as hot on final Fantasy seven as a lot of people were um i think it's a fine game do me wrong but, we'll have a, uh, we'll have a change with a remake we'll just love it no because they're remaking the wrong final fantasy they should be remaking eight yeah. um our good old friend doug uh past and hopefully future uh, guest on l g r play um said uh, oh sorry he's at satire v i or satire six in Roman numerals satire the sixth satire the sixth or satire virtual intelligence we're not not entirely sure (laughs) Um, he says I remember getting a PS2 so I could watch DVDs and play games but the audio would routinely go out of sync good times so (laughs) 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 but yeah Doug's a salty fellow um our oldest fan yeah our oldest fan um in both senses of the word uh Uh, column at Psalm sixty seven, uh, PS one memory. When my son was born, I celebrated by getting myself a new PS one. That was the start of my addiction. Medal of <laughs> Honor was an awesome game, and the music was awesome. I guess the subtext yeah. in that is that's when he began neglecting his family.
3: Yeah, that's it. He yeah. Needed to get away from the children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it, it, when his son was born, he it. that's it. I've done my job. I'm off. My yeah. yeah, job is done. Wash yeah. my hands of it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What what are like? Do you have any like favorite PlayStation memories? Like a specific memory?
3: Uh, For me, it was it's it is playing through Metal Gear Solid, and that just like sort of just sitting there, and then just crashing through the whole game in one sitting. Yeah. In in a weekend Mm. sort of thing, Mm -hmm. and just the sun coming up, sun going down, and I'm just still there and loving every minute of it. Um. Yeah yeah just, just 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 stuff like that. like i say that whole playstation 1 era uh, of my youth and coming home with a bunch of people and playing multi tap stuff and mm. just playing all kinds of crazy games Yeah, and just, man. yeah
1: yeah multi tap micro, micro machines v3 yeah oh right. yeah. just so good
3: just that whole like that whole distillation of that whole period like mm. it, to me is just Everything I've now just chase. I chase that feeling constantly, mm. as <laughs> as a, a forty two year old man. Like I just wanna, just wanna sit down with like a bunch of people and play games all the time. It'd be amazing. Mm, yeah. And I'll, ne- I'll never have it again. And it was just, just, just that perfect little golden age for me. Mm. But yeah, that, 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 that yeah, that, that weird sort of everyone's tired and a little bit kind of like drunk, and you know, the sun's coming up and we're still like say, hacking around on micro-machines or whatever. Oh, that okay. yeah, yeah, game so we're good. Yeah. Absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah, I think for me, just playing with my brother, So we just about, I think we have four games or something. It was V-Rally, ISS Pro, or yeah. ISS International Superstar Soccer. Mm. What else was it? SmackDown. Yeah. Boss Challenge. And we just used to have competitions against each other. And we used to note down who was winning and everything you're like little, with a little book you know you've won one you know, and you're just beating each other and then just remember keeping you know, you, a tally right tally right and you just, just yeah. I remember you got 13 games ahead and international superstar soccer I was like <laughs> you're like
2: oh, determined to no, go on I've a got,
0: 14 game winning streak well this is it I mean, no, we can't quit yet no play another one he's like oh I want to go to bed nope no, play another one <laughs> just, but that's, a, that's yeah. that the thing
3: is, I don't know why it's into my head but like, like just talking about that and then remembering that like people like Simon Pegg were playing Resident Evil at this time and then being inspired mm. by that to then make the spaced episode that's based yeah. on Resident Evil that then, you know, span off into Shaun of the Dead. And you mm. think that's all come from a PlayStation 1. Yeah. Mm. You know, like that's that's insane. Mm. Yeah, just all, all kinds of stuff like that mm. that have just come out of, like you say, these guys not being scared to make a toy. Yeah. no. How about
1: you, Mac? Oh man, I don't know. I can't think of any like specific ones. There's so many, but like uh, just like you know, general memories of playing multiplayer games like micro machines on the with the, with the multitap back in back in school days, all the way through to like manic all night pro Evo sessions on the PS2 mm. when I was at uni. <laughs> you know, uh, just yeah. Uh, my like my endu- my enduring memories of of PlayStation, like of, of of all four PlayStation consoles, um, have either been like individual moments in some of their like outstanding, um, you know, uh, first party yeah. like single player games, mm. but on the whole, it's 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 from the PS1 all the way through to today, it's all been about like the the sense of community in the multiplayer games, whether that was like the Couch Corp games back in the day, Mm. like getting drunk and playing Bishy Bashy Special until stupid o'clock in the morning um, or Pro Evo or, you know, whatever, um, all the way through to, you know, my constant nightly Destiny sessions like (laughs) now. Uh, It's just, yeah. So that is our PlayStation
0: look back. You know, next one would be what? Oh, Nintendo's passed a twenty-five year mark. Net Microsoft, maybe who knows? <laughs> oh, Microsoft has yes. been around a
1: long time, man. Yeah, you've probably and got another game, ready years, to get nostalgic about Windows ninety-five. Yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> Windows nine? Where is it? it, was, it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, so, no, seriously, we... I
1: want to do an episode where we just go through our favourite Windows operating systems. Oh, that'd be yeah. amazing! Oh man. Talking about Windows CE. Oh yeah, Windows Millennium Edition. Oh yeah. Oh, oh man, Windows <laughs> yeah. Pocket. What was the What was the, what was the version of Windows? I'll do solitaire.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what was the version of Windows that came with uh, Buddy Holly by Weezer? Is it Weezer?
1: Uh, I think that was, was it XP? Um, yeah. Yeah, it had like like some built-in videos and it was like, yeah, but that was the first time I ever saw that, the Buddy Holly video was in that. Yeah, uh, yeah. The videos that were already installed <laughs> in it. It was no, weird. Really... Yeah, man. So strange. Nice. Yeah, we're getting off
0: hmm. Yeah, let's go back. Let's steer his ship back to <laughs> safer waters. <laughs> um. So, anyway, the team... Uh, would like to say a big thank you to all our past members of the last hundred and fifty um episodes. Yeah. Those who all those who have left us. We'd also like to say a thank you to all of the guests that have joined us. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. most of all, a big thank you to all the fans and the listeners yeah. and people who've interacted with us, all the people we've met, we've met some great people, great new friends. Mm. Um just like to say thank you yeah. very much thank for all the so support
3: and yeah. Well, I remember when this was all pulled together by a ragtag group of people on Twitter. Yeah. That answered a call. And um, yeah, and we all got, I remember that first night, we all got together on a on a conference call and kind of sort of tried to thrash out what we yeah. wanted to do and what we wanted Laps Gamer to mean and sound like and, you know, what, getting our voice out and to be heard and f- to have it go from that kind of, originally it was going to be a, we were going to try and, do like a kind of almost like a magazine type show, mm. uh, and and for that to four do, hours shows. Yeah, that's yes. it, man. And then and then to go from that to like develop into what it is now, which is this like sort of melting pot for young people coming back to to gaming, um, and yeah, reconnecting and stuff is mm. yeah, it's it's been mad to see the evolution of it, and people go in and coming like myself and going and coming back and. Yeah, it's been amazing, and like I say, thank you to everyone who's made this journey possible. Really, mm. it's been uh, yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And yeah, yeah, thanks to every single one of you who's ever listened to an episode of this show, mm. except Massively. for except for Mick in my Destiny Clan because he's a brick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he listens. <laughs>
3: <laughs> nice. Like, right, should okay. get out of him. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah.
2: Lovely, thank that's you it. all so much. You can,
0: thank you. you can catch us all at the usual channels, gaming dot com, you on YouTube, mm-hmm. through Twitter, contact us, um, and that's us. For 150th episode officially. We're a bit more than that now. I think we're about one hundred
1: fifty eight. Yeah, there's been a few um, <laughs> like unnumbered episodes, but you know, yeah, yeah. We're counting those, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Recap. <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome. So
3: long.
1: Tra. Right.
3: <laughs> the explosive finale. <laughs>